You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranac, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. know about you guys but Instagram strategies are something that gets me excited. I love talking about Instagram strategy. I love learning about Instagram strategy. I love listening to other people talk about their Instagram strategies and on that note to be totally honest there is so many things out there that you hear about Instagram. I was scrolling through my reels feed earlier today and kind of looking through some popular reels. I wanted to save some reels ideas to my phone and so many were titled things like the best Instagram strategy for 2022 or the Instagram strategy to make your Instagram explode this year, how to get 10,000 followers in a week on Instagram, so on and so forth. And it's so catchy. It's so catchy and you click on it. It's like clickbait. You're like, tell me, because we all have this inherent kind of pull towards getting more Instagram followers. Why? Because usually as business owners, we acquaint more followers with more leads and more leads with more people buying our stuff, right? It's like a simple one-on-one equals two. And I'm going to break it right now, break it to you right now. That's not necessarily the case. It's really not. I've talked about this before. I say this at every opportunity I get, but more followers does not equal more sales or even more leads, right? Last year, for example, my Instagram grew exponentially. I went from about 2000 followers to nearly 11,000 followers in the space of a few months. And it didn't necessarily correlate to an increase in monetary income just from that. The reason why is because really Instagram's algorithm will still kind of pull you down. So just because you have, I have like 10,000 followers, I don't get 10,000 views on my stuff, right? I don't get 10,000 people looking at my things and I probably get as many, maybe just slightly more views than when I was actually before, you know, had like 2000 followers because with that small audience, I could reach more people. It was more targeted. In saying all of that, I will also say that more people isn't necessarily a bad thing. So I get a lot of people who say like, hey, I found your Instagram and I'm ready to buy. So even if you can just get like five more people and those people turn into customers, you're winning, right? If you sell them, let's say a $5,000 program, that's already like money in the bank for you. In saying all of that, I wanted to share with you my strategy for my Instagram this year. It's not one of those gimmicky strategies that's like three things to do for 10,000 followers, but I will share what I think and what I see Instagram kind of favoring right now. 
and I will share what I think people are really liking, what I'm actually seeing in my stats, the kind of posts and stuff that people are really responding well to and what I'm kind of doing because Instagram is my main lead generator. Instagram is the place where I get the majority of my clients. It's actually how I execute nearly every single one of my launch strategies. It's mainly through Instagram and stories in particular. It's a really, really important tool for my business and a really important avenue of how I reach my people. And it has been from day dot. And because I've been using Instagram so much, and by so much, I mean like every single day for the last few years, I've really feel like I have a great grip on what does well, what doesn't, and where I kind of need to shift and pivot. And in these last couple of years, I've had to shift and pivot my Instagram strategy a lot and constantly. And you have to be willing to do that if you want to succeed. I want to share with you how I'm shifting and pivoting in 2022 because it is a little bit different to what I was doing before because I've seen the space shift. I've seen the online space, particularly Instagram, starting to shift. And as a business owner, I want to shift too. So I'm doing three kind of things. I'm focusing on three main things on my Instagram this year. And the goal is, of course, more followers, right? Bringing more people into my world, but it's also to engage my current audience more and to get more people into my DMs. Now, why do I tell you the goal? It's because it's really important. It's like, that book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Stephen Covey says, start with the end in mind. And every successful person does that. They go, what is the end goal? Okay, let me work backwards. So that's my end goal or goals, I should say. Now with those three end goals in mind, here are the things that I am focusing on for my Instagram strategy. The first thing that I'm going to be heavily focusing on this year. And it's probably going to take up the majority of my feed. If I'm going to be completely honest, it's going, this is like my feed strategy and the main feed strategy. And that is reels. Now this probably won't come as a shock. If you go back a couple of episodes on this podcast, I interviewed reels queen, um, Monique, and she is just a wealth of knowledge. I highly recommend you go and you listen to that episode if you haven't already. I'll link it in the show notes for you. And we talked about how important reels are to Instagram and what the future of reels is. And really the gist is that Instagram is heavily, heavily focusing on pushing out reels. And reels are They're so incredible at getting eyeballs on your stuff. Now, like regular content is great, like posts and stories, but stories, for example, they don't get new eyeballs on your stuff. Stories are a way to engage your current audience and to nurture your current audience, whereas reels are a way to become visible to new audiences, to new people, and to kind of get yourself out in front of new people. And so that is going to be a very big, heavy focus for me and my 
business this year and I haven't been on reels or I haven't been creating reels for a couple of months and like you guys, if you're listening to the podcast and if you're not, here is a spoiler why I've, I was pregnant and the last few months of pregnancy, like the last thing I wanted to do was to create reels. Like that was just not on my agenda. And of course, then when I had my baby, I was like, oh, hell no, I have no time to be creating reels right now. But reels are coming back. I just recorded a massive batch of reels and I'm so excited to start posting on them again. And as I was recording them, I actually realized how much I missed creating reels. They're so fun and they can be just so incredibly informative and engaging and such a great tool for someone to quickly learn who you are, what you're about, and to check out your page further if they're interested. So reels are going to be a big thing. And my goal right now is about three reels a week. Ideally, I would like that to be five reels a week. I'm not sure if I'll be able to push out five. So I'm going to stick with a goal of three and just see how we go in the beginning. But one thing I know about reels is that consistency is so key and to really just keep them up for a few weeks to see what what actually flies well with your audience and with people you're trying to attract because it can take a little while for reels to take off. I know that when I start posting reels consistently, the first thing I notice is a drop in my followers because they become distributable to everyone and people that were following me randomly or like bots or whatever, they actually drop off. And then, and I see low views initially, but then the more consistent I am, and if I push them out consistently, I see them steadily climbing in views higher and higher and higher and my views starting to really explode. And so reels are going to be a really big part of my lead generation strategy. It's how I'm going to invite people into my Instagram and get new eyeballs on my stuff. And I'm really, really excited about that. The next thing that I'm going to be focusing on for my 2022 strategy, and this is part of the nurture. Okay. So it's a little bit of like getting eyeballs on my stuff, but not so much. It's mainly how I'm going to nurture my current audience. And that is on lots of carousel posts on my feed. Now, why carousel posts? Carousel posts are doing the best. Those are the posts, by the way, where you like scroll through because Instagram now at this point in time allows you to do 10 posts in one post or 10 photos in one post. Hence the carousel was born. What the carousel does is it keeps your eyes on someone's photo for longer. So if you like look at someone's post and they only have a photo of like themselves or just one photo, you read it, you like it and you move on. But if they have a carousel, you're scrolling through 10 potentially slides to see what they have to say. And so your eyes are on their stuff for longer. Now this bumps you up in the algorithm because the algorithm registers that someone is reading your stuff and they're staying stuck on your stuff for longer and they bump you up right in that algorithm so it works in your favor in that way the second thing is that you get a lot more space to say a lot more things and that is a beautiful way to nurture your audience and also people are getting really familiar with a carousel post and what that's doing is it's actually getting people to favor that type of intake of information. So now they prefer that than something like what was popular last year, which was lots of those infographic posts. 
And I'm not saying infographic posts are entirely out, but what I'm seeing across the board and hearing people saying is that carousel posts are way more in than infographics. They're doing so much better. And you might do a carousel post with an infographic included, but you're going to see it perform so much better if it's part of a carousel versus just an infographic on its own. So that's a focus. And one of my big things this year and something that I kind of like said to myself when I started creating content for Instagram again after like a little break from maternity leave and having my baby was like no more perfectionism. I used to spend all this time in my freaking like Canva trying to get the perfect fonts, the perfect colors, trying to find the perfect template. Like has anyone been down the wormhole in Canva templates? Kill me now thinking about that. It is so exhausting and I do it all the time. Like I go into those bloody templates and I'm like, let me find the perfect templates. And then I find like 30 templates. I save them to like a new kind of Canva template folder thing. And then I never end up using them because I'm like overthinking it. I'm trying to fit content into the templates and it's so hard instead of just being creative. So something that I'm really focusing on, they're going to see so much from me is just writing in my notes app because my notes app is so easy to access. It's like right there. I have my phone with me. If I'm like breastfeeding my son, I can just like write a quick Instagram post. I don't have to overthink it. So that's something that I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be doing a lot more of that. And also that is the type of content I'm seeing people really loving at the moment. That type of like notes app kind of post, it looks very non-curated because, well, I guess it's not. And people love it. And I love it personally as a consumer because I'm like, oh, this is someone thoughts, someone's thoughts on the fly. They're putting it out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like, I just want to read what they have to say. I feel like I'm having a really personal conversation with them versus like this perfectly presented infographic or perfectly presented post that doesn't really say much. I get a lot more out of those kind of carousel posts, especially the ones that I've written in the notes app, because I can scroll through a whole bunch of information and it's pretty digestible. I save a lot of them. I just love that stuff. That's what I'm going to be creating more of. It's easier. It's more time efficient for me to create it. My people don't care about perfect font or the perfect colors. They just want the perfect information and like not even perfect, but like good quality information. And that's how I'm going to presenter. And when I went back through my kind of Instagram stats, I noticed that any of the posts that I did in that manner performed really well, especially in terms of saves. People saved it like crazy. And so that is my focus. And then the third thing that I'm going to be focusing on. So again, as I said, the carousel posts are like a way to nurture people. So they're like coming in through my reels going, this is interesting. Let's see what this girl has. They come into my Instagram. They're going to see a bunch of carousel posts that educate them further. So they're going to go, "Mm, this is interesting. And then hopefully click on my stories and go, let me find out who this person is more on a deeper level. And so in my stories, I will continue, and this is not something that's changing a lot, it just remains a focus, is showing up on my stories, 
every single day. And now my stories are the place where I A, sell and B, show up as my freaking self. The two most powerful things you can do on your stories. Your stories are the best place to sell. They're the most high converting sales pitch mechanism for me. They have been for over a year and that's not about to change. Stories are not about to change. My story viewership is always high and that's because my stories are engaging because yes, I'm using them to sell, but I'm not just selling on there. In addition to the sales, I'm also being me. I'm showing my lifestyle. I'm showing who I am. I'm literally just documenting my day most of the time. And that is what people want to see from you too. They want to see who you are, who is a person behind the posts, behind the reels, behind the sales, behind the business. And I can't tell you how powerful it is to just show up as yourself, to go on your stories and show who you are. I can't tell you how many people buy from me because we have things in common that they see on my stories. They're like, oh, I noticed you like this thing and so do I and we strike a conversation and next thing I know they're like, hey, how can I work with you? Or they're like, I see you're a mom and you're juggling business and that's so inspirational. I'm also a mom or I want to be a mom. I want to learn from you. Or they just know little things about my life and those are the things that connect us. That builds that that like factor in sales, right? And you might have heard about the no like trust. A lot of people discount the like. They're like, oh, well, as long as I'm an expert in my field, they don't have to like me. Spoiler alert, yes, they do. (laughs) Yes, they do. In fact, it's probably one of the most important things. I would say it's even more important than expertise. Nine times out of 10, you're going to work with someone that you like more so than the person you think is an expert. Just because someone's an expert doesn't mean you actually want to pay them to work with them. That's where the focus on my stories continues. And that's something that I intentionally try and do every single day. And it doesn't mean I'm on there 24 seven all day long, but I am on my stories showing my life. And something that I think is going to be really important this year as like Instagram grows and people are really like their attention span is shortened, let's face it, especially with reels, is grabbing attention on stories doing things differently, mixing it up, making your stories different, right? Whether that's changing fonts, whether that's like um, capturing attention when you're just starting off your story, whether it's finding new innovative ways to kind of show up on stories with different types of content and consumables, that's all going to be really important to make sure that the story viewership remains high. And I love talking about Instagram stories. Me and my clients, you know, chat Instagram story strategies all the time about things that are working. And so it's something that I'm always kind of monitoring and trying to innovate to make sure that my Instagram is a place where people want to come and they want to see what's going on. And it is like the best way to nurture a new lead, right? If you think about it, back in the day, 
or even through email marketing, you acquire new leads, someone comes into your world and you have to send them a bunch of emails to like introduce yourself and your story and all this stuff versus now you can just have someone click on your stories and they kind of get to know you, get to know who you are within a couple of clicks through your stories. It is so powerful and the connection goes so much deeper. And so that is where my focus remains this year. So the big three things, reels, carousel posts, in particular, really simple like notes app style carousel posts and consistent stories, but stories that break patterns that that kind of have pattern interrupts, not just your generic regular stories, but pattern interrupt stories. And I'm going to be experimenting with a lot more of those in the coming days and weeks and months just to see what really performs well, what pattern interrupts well, and what really gets results. So stay tuned. I will definitely report back, let you know what's working and how it's all going. And you can kind of come and check out my Instagram if you don't already follow me there. Come and connect on there so you can kind of see what I'm doing and replicate if you want to. Go for it and just see the results for yourself, right? Last year I had this big spike in growth and people were following along and they were asking like, hey, what is it that you are doing? What is your strategy? And I was so happy to share. So whatever the results are, whether they're explosive growth or I see a big drop in growth, I will come back and share and let you know what's working, what's not working and what kind of my views are on Instagram. But the kind of big thing that I want to leave you with is that Instagram is so powerful. Instagram is one of the most powerful social media tools available right now for absolutely free to grow an explosive online business, a massive online business. I grew my business to six figures in nine months using just Instagram. It is that powerful. And we've never had this opportunity in history to be able to access so many people at such an incredibly fast pace and to grow a business so quickly for free. I really encourage you to double down on that strategy. If it is something that you are seeing traction in, if that's where your audience is, and if that's somewhere where you're feeling pulled to show up, because if it is, there's a gold mine there waiting for you and you just have to tap into it and you have to really be consistent with it to see results as well. So thank you so much for tuning in. That's it for this episode. I hope you loved it. I hope it was helpful. I hope it was useful and I will chat to you on the gram. Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.